Internal Revenue Service IRS tax news. Reminder for extension filers, choose a tax preparer wisely. 2021-133, September 9th, 2021. The filing extension deadline will be here soon. So remember, for 2020, they extended the normal deadline April 15th on out. But if you file the extension, then the extension deadline will be the same date as it normally is. That's October 15th. That's coming up shortly. You might have delayed the filing of the extension because you needed a tax preparer possibly you needed help with the tax preparation if that is indeed the case then you want to make sure that you're taking a look at the tax preparer and choosing wisely my general advice with relation to the tax return preparation process would be that if it's an easy type of return to prepare which you might judge by it being under a certain threshold of adjusted gross income if it's under a certain threshold of adjusted growth income, you might be able to get free software up until October 15th in order to fill it out. You can look on IRS website, irs.gov for that. If your income is above the threshold in order to pick up the free software, that could be an indication that your tax return is a bit more complex and you might then want to at least purchase the software. I wouldn't want to do it by hand in that case because again, it's probably more complex. The software can give you more help in that it has that kind of interview process helping you to fill out the tax return. But it might be an indication that you would want to get help at that point in time as well with a tax professional. Other indications that you might want to get help is if you have a Schedule A that's included rather than just a standard deduction. And if you have a, some kind of business, then that possibly could make you want to get help as well, such as a Schedule C type of business when you're getting help from a tax professional because your complex your tax return is increasing in complexity then you probably are looking for someone not simply to meet the immediate need of just preparing the tax return but rather someone that can be there for a longer point in time helping you out if the, the IRS has questions and you can basically talk to them and have to get their advice on that and or projections that you might need into the future as your tax scenario gets more complex as your income hopefully continues to go up and the complexity of you know your relations and family and whatnot could make things a bit more complex as well so taxpayers who requested an extension to file might be considering hiring a tax preparer the irs reminds taxpayers to choose their tax return preparer wisely taxpayers are responsible for all the information uh, on their return no matter who prepares it for them or when it's filed so when you do hire a tax return preparer there's a tendency to start saying well because this other person is helping me out because i'm dependent on their advice because i'm not a tax professional myself then maybe i don't have as less lie as much liability as i actually do have in filing the tax return even though the tax code is complex filing the tax return can be quite complex you need help and advice to do so you are still the one responsible for the tax return hiring in essence an agent to help prepare it if they do something wrong if they take a position that is not sustainable the irs is going to come back to you as the tax preparer so again you want to make sure that you're hiring someone that's trustworthy if they're doing something that seems unusual then you know if you don't understand it then i you know i wouldn't do it if they can't explain it to you if it doesn't make sense if it's not something that you could see in the context of the law <laughs> then i would say no you know 
I would not do it, right? Or get a second opinion and so on. So there are different kinds of tax return preparers and, and taxpayers' needs will determine which kind of preparer is best for them. So if you have a fairly basic return, you might you might have one type of preparer. If your return is more specialized in some area, you might need another type of preparer. If you have bookkeeping needs or something like that, you might choose a tax preparer that has you know accounting skills as well. So here are some things taxpayers should do when choosing a tax return preparer. Check the IRS Directory of Federal Tax Return Preparers. There's a link to that here. This searchable and sortable public directory helps taxpayers find a tax return preparer with specific qualifications. Check the preparer's history with the Better Business Bureau. Taxpayers should check for any dis dis uh, disciplinary actions for credentialed tax return preparers, for CPAs, check with the State Board of Accountancy, for attorneys, check with the State Bar Association, for enrolled agents, verify the agent's status on irs.gov.gov, ask about fees. Taxpayers should, now no, just note between these three items, you got CPAs, you got attorneys, and you've got enrolled agents. Between those three, remember that the enrolled agents are probably the ones that are going to be more specific to just tax return preparation. They might be more likely to be specialized in individual tax returns and maybe not as specialized in like business tax returns uh, and, and other kind of things like that. If you talk to a CPA, then they're probably more likely to have bookkeeping needs as well because that's one of the credentials of, you know, they're more accounting focused. So the, if you go to a CPA firm, you might and that might be something you'd want to do if you had a business along with it, like a Schedule C and or some other type of business, especially if you're going to be needing some other help with like adjusting your books or giving you advice on just bookkeeping type of stuff. That might be the place to go. Now, attorneys is kind of the unusual one for most people. Most people probably are not looking for an attorney as their CPA because attorneys is more broad, not really in, in accounting necessarily, not really... Uh, in tax specifically, attorney itself is more broad, and then they specialize in certain areas. And if they specialize in a particular area of need that to you, then that's when you would think you might be going to then an attorney. As but usually again, the attorney is probably going to be more expensive and probably going to be there for those specialized needs. In terms of price, you would think the enrolled agent might be you know a cheaper price, depending on depends on you know the experience and everything, but. Just note, and then the CPA might be higher, but you, you might be paying for other things like bookkeeping in that case, if you were going to a CPA, because that might be, you know, part of the things you're getting there. And an attorney would probably be higher because if you were going to an attorney, you'd probably do, be doing so because they have some specialized skill, legal talents within the tax code or something that you're going there for. So ask about fees. Taxpayers should avoid tax return preparers who base their fees on a percentage of the refund or who offer a deposit all or part of the refund into their own financial accounts. So notice that they shouldn't be saying, hey, look, I'm going to get you a big return in terms of a refund and that and I'm going to just take a cut of that return. That's not how you're supposed to do it. Because the, the return, really, if you did your tax returns properly, you wouldn't even get a return, right? If you, if you did your estimates properly, you would have paid the proper amount of taxes during the year, no return, no refund at the end of the year because you want all your money during the year when you earn it. So the, the incentive to have a big return isn't really the big goal in and of itself because your real big goal is to pay less taxes and pay less penalties and interest. So... Also, if they, if they charge on, on a return, 
then they're also going to be incentivized to do things that might be extreme in terms of tax positions and possibly even creating making fraud or lying on the tax return in order to get a cut of it you're going to be more suspicious that if you're working with someone that's saying that they're going to get a big return and they're going to take a piece of it that that's kind of it might be a fraud that's a that's a sign that you might be dealing with someone that's a scam also note if they haven't been around for a long time if they're a new tax preparer and they're not established in the community that's another indication that it could be a scam type of thing because once the IRS discovers, the IRS might, you know, fill out the tax return and say, if you took a position that was not sustainable, not correct, a lie, even wrong position in order to increase the return, the IRS might give you the return. The IRS is a slow bureaucratic agency. They might give you the return and it might take them three years or even longer in order to audit it. And then they'd come back to you and say, hey, look, we, we think there was a wrong position taken here. And by that time, the, the tax preparer you were working with might be gone, right? So, so that's so you want to make sure you're 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 being aware of that. So, ask if the preparer plans to use IRS uh, e-file. Taxpayers should make sure their preparer offers uh, IRS e-file. So, if you if they're just doing a paper type of return these days, if they don't even have access to e-file, that's an indication that they're not really up to date on on their preparation and probably not. The, the place you want to be then make sure the preparer is available taxpayers should consider whether the tax return preparer will be around after the filing deadline has passed so remember the difference between a business and a scam one difference between a business and a scam is a business is there for the long term they're there to build their reputation to be there for a long period of time scammers come around for the short term and they trash their reputation in the short term in order to gain profits and then leave. It's kind of like when a business basically uh, downgrades their business services and whatnot. They're really, they're really cashing in their name. They're, they're taking their brand name down and cashing it in. Nobody trusts them after a while, but they cashed in on the brand name while it was still there before the word got out that they were not trustworthy, right? So that, that's what you want to be looking for. You, if you're looking for a tax preparer, someone that's been around for a while, someone that has a business that's there for the long term, if someone's there for a short period of time and they're promising great things, then it, then it might be a scam because if they're not there after those great things do not materialize or after the IRS comes back and questions about, about all the great things that they have gotten and tries to take them back, then that's when you know the scam has been revealed and the business is not, it's not a business, it's a scam. So taxpayers should do this because they might need their preparer to answer questions about the prepare, preparation of the tax return. Also just note, of course, even if you go to a, a type of business that basically just cranks out uh, tax returns, that's great, it might meet your immediate needs, but they, they might not be around, they might have a long-term business of just creating, creating tax returns as well. It might not be a scam, but they might not be focused on on helping people out if you have issues with the IRS and the more complex your tax return becomes the more likely the IRS might question a position or, or or something and it would be nice to be able to go to your tax preparer and ask them questions about it if you go to a, like a large like a firm a CPA firm or an enrolled agent firm or something like that rather than a company that just cranks out tax returns you're, you're more likely to get that more customized uh, advice right so ensure the preparer signs and includes their preparer tax identification number. So paid, paid tax return preparers must have a P10, P-T-I-N to prepare tax returns. Preparers must sign returns and include their P10. 
So when they sign the return, they got to include their information. Now, the fact that they include their information doesn't mean that, that now you don't have to worry because they're taking responsibility completely for the return. The IRS will still, in other words, come back to you if there's a position that wasn't sustainable. But the IRS also wants to know who the paid return preparer is as well. So if, if the IRS, if they're not putting that information on the return, then that's another indication that something funny's happened. Either they don't have the ability to put their P10 on it or they don't want to because possibly they're taking positions that aren't sustainable on the return would be, you know, a thought that could come up. So understand the preparer's credentials. Enroll agents, CPAs, and attorneys have unlimited practice rights and can represent taxpayers on any uh, tax matter before the IRS. So note when you prepare the tax return, there's kind of different needs. Preparing the tax return isn't really the same as representation before the IRS. Uh, it's kind of like getting an agent, like if you if you had any kind of legal issues or something like that, instead of you, you might get a, an attorney to go to the actual court for you or talk to someone on your behalf who actually has the power to make decisions on your behalf without your presence being there possibly. Similar kind of things could happen with regards to your representation to the Internal Revenue Service specifically for people that are enrolled agents, CPAs, and attorneys. So in other words, if the IRS was to come back, give a letter, and you're, and you're saying, hey, look, I don't think the IRS's position is correct. I'd like to contact them either by mail, phone, or you know, in some other way, but I don't have the time to do that, or I don't want to do that, or I don't have the skills to do that. And you might be able then to get a power of attorney for the representation as, in essence, an agent from these individuals to kind of help you out in that type of situation. So tax return preparers who participate in the IRS annual filing season program, there's a link to that here, have limited practice rights and may only represent taxpayers whose returns they prepare and signed, but only before exams, ta taxpayer advocate and customer service. More information can be down at the links below. Choose a tax professional, understanding tax return preparer's credentials and qualifications, tax time guide, free tax return help available in person and online, publication 17, your federal income tax.